What's up, drinking buddies? Just a quick word from our sponsors. This week's episode is brought to you by Laughable. Laughable is the number one comedy podcast app on the iOS. Not only can you subscribe to your favorite shows, you can also subscribe to your favorite artists. And now you can buy tickets to the app. They have a comedy showcase coming up in New York real soon. Search Laughable in the App Store or go to www.laughable.com. It's coming for the Android soon. Also, this week's guest is Sam Tripoli. Sam is an amazing comic, runs two podcasts of his own, the Tinfoil Hat Podcast, which is all about conspiracies, and Punch Drunk Sports with Sam, Ari Shafir, and Jason Tebold. Coming up in L.A. this week, Sam's got a comedy chaos show at the Comedy Store November 28th, 7.30 door, 8.30 show. Get your tickets at ComedyStore.com. This show has Chris D'Elia, Joe Rogan, Russell Peters, Brendan Schaub, Sam, of course, Felipe Esparza, Brian Callen, and Eleanor Kerrigan. It's going to be a murderer's row, as Sam would say. And if you're in Texas, Sam is doing the Social Justice Warriors tour of December 14th. He'll be in San Antonio at the Blind Tiger. 15th, he'll be in San Marcos, 16th in Houston, and the 17th in Austin. This tour includes Brody Stevens, Jim Florentine, and Chad Zumach. It's going to be fucking crazy. So if you guys are in Texas, check that shit out. Without making you wait anymore, on to the fucking show. Christian Warriors tour? Yeah, I was gonna. We, uh, we were gonna. I'm doing a tour of Texas, and it's, it's getting crazy. But we were gonna call it the Young Christian Warriors tour, but it's uh, now it's the Social Justice Warriors tour. Yeah, I saw the flyer for it today. Well, we're trying to put together San Antonio is being a little difficult. These motherfuckers. Ugh, people are just greedy. People jump over dollars to make dimes, and that's the problem with everything. It's fucking stupid. It's short-sighted. It's not smart at all. It's uh, it's. This club wants, they just try to, the problem with, with clubs is that they know their the artists need venues and they just try to put them over fucking barrels. So it's like there's literally a thing in, in entertainment where you they will fuck you until you can fuck them and then you do all the fucking. But once you, but until that day you get fucked. That's how it is. And you're just in this war of just like, dude, just show me a little love. People jumping over dollars to make dimes. That's all they do, dude. And the way of the world with entertainment these days, it doesn't even seem like you're secure once you make it to the top. People are fucking toppling constantly. Well, I mean, like, here's the whole thing with that, you know, with the sex scandals going on right now. It's like, this is a cutthroat business. And uh, there are psychopaths out there who are, you know, driven, work hard, and they are psychopaths, you know, and... That's why, the, you know, what they say, there's a higher level of sociopaths and CEOs than any other group of people in the world. It's like there's a determination. Like there's a, there's a, um, there's a saying that behind every great fortune, there's a great crime. And, uh, you know. I truly believe that. You know, and it's just like sometimes I think if I was a little bit more rapey, I would have made it a little farther. It's not too late, Sam. Your libido still works. No, it's not my style. <laughs> I do like to play play rape, but that's with a complete, you know, legal paper side and 
uh, me videotaping them that that totally into it. I don't get the art, the whole thing about taking it without consent. You know, and I'm not judging anybody because I'm a weirdo too. You know, I mean, I'm a weirdo, but I, I, I just I, the hunt to me is more exciting than the actual act. You know, I, I'm I'm many years into this game. I've been sexually active since I was very young, probably too young. So like, I've been down such a deep rabbit hole that you know it's just weird shit now. So it's like, who am I to judge anybody? But it is always consent, and that's very fucking important. For someone like you who's been in it for a long time, could you we- imagine how weird fucking like half would be towards the end there? Oh, without a d- <laughs> You know, Joe Rogan used to have a great bit about that, about like he's been with so many chicks, he just started getting to the guys. And I could, man, I mean, like if you're talking to do- not just ch- any chicks, like this guy wasn't banging like threes and fours and fives, you know, he never had those. His slump busters were chicks that we would put a ring on immediately if they ever were willing to date us. So. Oh, damn right. I had a buddy who used to be a managing editor for Playboy, and he's gay. He's flamingly gay. And part of the reason he quit working there is the girls would fuck with him when they'd come into the office, and he was starting to question his own sexuality. Oh, so he's starting to think that maybe he wanted to bang chicks? Yeah, that's how hot these girls are. That is a weird thing where you (laughs) once in a while hear guys are, like, willing to give pussy a try. They're like, I just thought I'd try it, you know? And it's, I just think in the future, everybody's going to be bisexual anyways. It's just like... That's when I watched, like, Star Trek, and, you know, you see Captain Kurt, and he looks like a good-looking, like, fucking captain of football team guy. I'm like, that's not real. What year is it? 3,050? It would be nothing but RuPaul's Drag Race. The entire fucking enterprise would just be cross-dressers and high heels, and everybody's going to be, there's going to be, like, one floor of just glory holes. That's it. Hey, Captain Kirk's stuck in anything. Like, those green, green chicks. Well, those green chicks don't necessarily have human genitalia. Who knows what kind of hole he was fucking? Yeah, how do you know the green chick wasn't a green dude dressed like a green chick? Or, you know, dudes have tits in their fucking society. Back then, yeah. There's probably some... The, the hormones in the food then are probably so powerful, you grow dicks and tits. you just got every part. There's just going to be a genre on Pornhub called Pretty Chicks and Hot Dicks. I think that already exists. It does. I mean, like, dude, I turned off porn off the other day because I didn't like a guy's nuts. So I'm like, you know, I mean, I think we're all looking for hot chicks and some fucking, uh, some, I call it B, uh, uh, BSR, which is ball shaft ratio. You just want a nice ball shaft ratio. You're offended by the big balls? I, dude, a buddy of mine has like what I consider a moon nut, just one giant nut with a little nut next to it. And it's very uncomfortable. Has he checked himself? You know, cancer's a thing. Yeah. Well, his 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 asshole's blown out too. So who knows, man? <laughs> who knows what, what's going on down there? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. the hell did you get exposed to that? Uh, he's uh he's on my podcast called uh 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 Punch Drunk Sports. Oh, is it Ari? Yeah. Oh, Ari's blown out asshole. I know he bleached it on air recently. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, we got the reverse Kobayashi coming up. My, I mean, I might be quitting my podcast. You know, just having to shove a hot dog up my ass and fucking if the Raiders don't do well. So I'm fucked. Yeah, that's a bad bet. It's a horrible bet. I don't know why I agreed to it. I'm really questioning whether I'm going to be on this podcast much longer. You you can't even blame like drugs or alcohol. You're sober. That's true. That's true. I mean, hey, dude, stupid is stupid. (laughs) At least when I make questionable decisions, I go, I was drunk. Yeah, that's fine, dude. You're allowed. Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't have any excuses. That is the one thing about being sober. No excuses. And it's, in reality, it's just a lame excuse anyways. It, 
Pretty much it just opens up what I was thinking when I was sober anyways. It just opens the floodgates. Well, you know, I mean, like, the diff- I don't know about you. I just fucking flamethrower the I mean, like, I'm the reason in my, and maybe it's my ego that says this, I'm the reason why they they started charging comedians for drinks at the comedy store. You know, it's just like, I set a high score there. I was just doing blow, banging chicks, drinking, and, you know, it just like, it got retarded for a little while. Well, and that's a shame. You, you ruined it for everyone. I, 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 hey, man, I should owe, I owe everybody amends. At least a round of drinks. Yeah, a round of drinks for, I don't know, man. <laughs> just, yeah, the comedy store is so busy now. It's like it's not even time for fucking having drug or alcohol issues anymore. It's just like all straight business, Wolf of Wall Street over there now, dog. Yeah, just do all three stages, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it, the store is insane. Fucking like weeknights selling out. Every night selling out. Because Rogan talks about it constantly on his podcast. And every comic talks about it. And now it's just like it's where everybody goes. Because it's like part of your trip to L.A. now. You got to do something at the comedy store. Like get a room at the Andaz. Go to the comedy store. Is it the Andaz anymore or is it something else? I used to love that. I went to the Andaz down in San Diego during Comic-Con. Unbelievable. They, it's, it's a rich person's hotel. Which is like you have your bedroom and then your shower's there. But it's, it's all clear glass. Which is just like creepers gonna creep, right? Oh yeah. Just get some young San Diego chicks to fucking shower in there like a creep is like that's the problem with the where we're getting into. It's like creeper can't creep anymore. And it's just like I feel really bad for guys who don't know how to hit on chicks. Cause right now it is like hitting on women poorly is like trying to detonate a bomb. If it goes bad, it could explode in your face. Oh yeah, and it's gonna be on film, it's gonna be on social media. Heaven forbid you have any sort of fucking following. Right. It's just, it's yeah. over. It's fucking it's, over. You're fucked. And it's problem is like, and now you got these female comics, like, support female comics. Go and buy tickets to their shows. It's like, ugh. ugh. It's like, I, you're totally, like, that's disgusting. You're, you're totally fucking jumping on a fuck. You're taking advantage. If anybody else would do that, if anybody else fucking had a tragedy happen and you started trying to make money off it, it would be fucking you would get pounded on for it. Yeah, if someone did a for-profit Survivors of 9-11 night. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbe- yeah, you're totally right. It's so disgusting. It's uh, This fucking town is full of fucking scumbags. I, you know, I personally wouldn't date. I wouldn't fuck around, date, or, you know, I'm friends with them, but any chick, any... Woman trying to be famous in Hollywood. It just doesn't make any sense anymore. Where do you meet women that aren't trying to be famous in this town? Uh, outside of Hollywood. There's a lot of pe- women who aren't trying, like, have day jobs. Like, if there was no day jobs, nothing. If nobody had day jobs, nothing would be working in L.A. Yeah, but I feel like half those people that have day jobs are just waiting to break in. Yeah, that's, there is, that's a good point. But I would just, as soon as she said, I'm an actress, I'm a comedian, I'd be like, it's not going to work out. No, I feel you. I feel you. What am I'm I- just saying, you know, it's just going to get to the point where you're just going to start banging people for, who want green cards. That's what we're going to get in this country. Third world chicks will put up with some shit. Hey, I will happily. I, I even got offered once. 10 grand to marry an Israeli chick. I almost did it. If it had well, gone through. Israeli I, chicks are hot. Fuck yeah. They all did military time. They're I watch Is- Israeli chicks twerking videos all the time. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Of course it's a thing, but I didn't Yeah, really... anytime you have a car- camera and a hot 20-year-old chick, they're going to be fucking ass-slapping. I never thought of Israeli chicks having that ass to, you know, 
properly twerk. Dude, all chicks at 20 are fucking smoking hot, dude. Israeli chicks are fucking hot. That's that military service. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Hey, dude, I don't know. I just watch them. I think they're fucking hot. So I'm down with that. Anybody want a green card? Hit me up. I'll try to bring one back. If shit really goes sideways, I'm about to play the Jew card because Israel will pay Jews to move to Israel. Are you going to move to Israel? If shit goes really sideways. Well, it might go sideways Israel. Israel's right in the middle of all the shit over there, dude. Dude, what is going on right now in fucking Saudi Arabia is nuts, dude. It is nuts. It is Game of Thrones shit going on right now, dude. I, I That's why I tell everybody. It is the golden era of conspiracy theories. Everyone's like, no, that was 9-11. Nah, dude, that was the... JFK started it, and then 9-11 made it interesting. But what's going on right now is everything is coming forward. The fucking Clinton rigging it, Clinton uranium, uh, uh, pedo gay, uh, uh, fucking uh, the Saudis. It's just a deep state. Everything going on at once. It's so much fun to watch. Well, a lot of the shit has always been going on, but technology no. makes it so it just comes to the forefront. Well... What it is, it allows like minds to come together and start piecing everything, you know, together. Everybody's like, oh, well, you see that, you see this, you see this. And they try to control it because if they completely control it, the facade goes away. So that's where they're at. It's like they can't completely let the facade fall by reining everything in. They have to let us keep the illusion of freedom and all that stuff. So they fucking... Let it, you know, it's just so interesting. I'm not even sure they're, even in, at least in America, really interested in keeping that illusion anymore. The Department of Justice filed fucking charges against a woman who laughed at Jeff Sessions. I mean, they eventually dropped him, but they still filed charges against him. the illusion, they were going to give the illusion, people go nuts. Well, as an Israeli, what do you think about the group, the, the fact that they're trying to pass a law which states if you call for a boycott of Israel, you get... 20 years in jail and $250,000 fine. Fuck that. This is America. I have freedom of expression. That is, people always want to go, oh, that's a violation of freedom of speech, this, that, like when you get kicked off Twitter. I'm like, that is not a violation. No, that's a private business. Yeah. That is, uh, uh, YouTube, all that shit, as much as I hate it, it's not a violation. This, they, they go to jail for 20 years and two hundred fifty thousand five, and just to let you know, I think murder in Nevada is fifteen years. Just to let you know, that is a violation of freedom of speech. Our laws are just fucked up all altogether. We were talking about this on a podcast last night. I've said it a million times. It is worse to be a sex offender in the states than it is a murderer. Yeah, because hell, Alabama, they put that you're a sex offender on your driver's license. You murder someone, you get out. That's not on your fucking no. license. And they treat all sex offenders stuff the same too. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, I, had, I was 18. I banged my 17-year-old girlfriend. Sex offender. Yep. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. And the problem is, is that there's such an overreach because nobody wants to stand up. Do you know in, in the state of California, if a woman technically drinks two drinks and you have sex with her, the next day she says she could say she had too much alcohol to make a rational decision? That, to me is the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. And that's why I want to start a movement to uh, ban women from drinking in California just because apparently they're not dulled enough to make fucking decisions. Two fucking drink- And the only reason that passes is because no one wants to step up and go, this is overreaching and this is just people trying to act to, to get fucking the favor of the female vote. Anybody who thinks women having two drinks is too much, then they should not be drinking. 
It's ridiculous. Well, and in addition to that, if that same woman has two drinks and murders someone, she's going to fucking jail for murder. Yeah, if she gets behind a car and kills somebody, can she say it's just overreaching? It's just over because nobody wants to stand up to women. Nobody. That's why. The women's emotions are it just it's my theory that women make the rules of laws. Women make the rules of society, men make the rules of business. How men and women interact is determined by women, and how business interacts is determined by men. No, it makes perfect sense to me. I really wish we had a female voice to you know, chime in totally, on this. Totally, 100%. It's, like, it's why prostitution's illegal, but sugar dating's completely illegal. It's like, you can't pay a woman for sex, but you can pay her for companionship, which is take her out. Take her to dinner, pay her for her fucking rent, and all that shit. Leave her a gift card, even. Yeah. It's like, that's perfectly legal. Why? Because women are okay with that. And prostitution should be fully legal, like it is in Nevada. It's safer for everyone involved. Prostitution and drug laws are poor people laws. They're poor people laws. They are for laws to stick poor people in jail. And the crazy part about, especially prostitution, it's only the middle class that really cares about prostitution. The poor and the rich both regularly use prostitution. Well, it's yeah, it's middle class whites that care about it. But why don't you just and that's the illusion? Outlaw a married men from doing it. Okay, I mean, I'll start with that. I'll start with that. I'm I'm not married. That means you know, if you want to ban married men from playing for hookers and everybody else can, I'll start there. Well. If a married dude has his wife sign a contract that says it's okay, is that fine? That's fine. You can get a note. You can get. A, you can have a. You get a hall pass. Yeah, you can get a fucking little card that says he fucking. He's a. You know, he's allowed to do it. My wife's into this. Yeah, my <laughs> wife says I can bang these hookers. You know, she can drop charges. You know, it's fucked up. Places Amsterdam is not burning to the fucking ground. There are. Girls in fucking windows. Dude, there's actually, there's actually signs now that the more you, you make shit legal, the less people want to do them. Okay, prostitution, drugs, all that stuff, all legalized, right? The kids are coming up with mo- most drugs legal, okay? They're doing less drugs, these kids. They're fucking around less because it's pretty much in the open. You just want to do taboo shit. That's all everybody wants to do. Well, yeah. Completely. People want, like, oh my God, no one's experienced that? Fuck yeah, I want to be the first. If my friend's like, yeah, I banged a hooker, no big deal. Oh, well, then I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Eh. I have the CIA, I'm convinced CIA is going to try to blackmail me on shit, so I try to be as honest, as open as possible on my, on my shit. Sometimes I get too honest on stage and I creep people out, but creeper going to creep, you know what I'm saying? And I just, you know... Comedy is such a limited art. It's so funny. It's like we're so limited by the thoughts of our crowds. You know, it's whereas movies and TV and animation could take you on a journey. Whereas comedy, it's like you're straight up in the fucking. You are at the limits of whatever the crowd will let you go. But on the flip side with music, movies, television, you're at the whims of some executive who has the purse strings who says, "Mm, I don't think that works. Some non-creative telling you, mm, I don't know. I don't think, I think that'll that's work. about to go away, too. I think you're going to see, I mean, what could be a humongous collapse on everything. Every, it's going to be interesting in the next five years how different 
entertainment will be. If you look at how it was five years ago, it's completely different. Like Patreon was, nobody heard of Patreon. Now everybody's doing Patreon. Everybody's monetizing in YouTube. I, ma I make my money DIYing everything. Oh, and it's beautiful because fucking five, six, ten years ago, a recorder to do this podcast would have been thousands upon thousands of dollars. Setting up a studio in my apartment to record this? Yeah. Who can afford that? I love it, man. I love that I, if you just put hard work out and time, you can get to a place where you can. It takes time, though. How, what episode is this of your thing? Uh, 80-something? Yeah. It, you know, it takes time. And I love doing this. I think podcasting is honestly the best medium. Because YouTube's awesome, but Google has their standards where they won't put shit out. You can say anything on a goddamn podcast. There's no bosses. The barrier of entry is so goddamn low. Anyone can get on. Anyone can voice their opinion. Yep. There's no censorship. There's no producer saying, Matt, Sam, you guys can't talk about that shit. Yeah. It's basically getting back. What, what's happening right now is through technology, the artist is taking everything back. And where the, like, I mean, granted, we're sitting there, we're doing idealism and all that shit, but, you know, it's like, the suits in the 90s, and this is directly related to when, you know, they deregulated the media and all that shit. The suits started to decide what was talent instead of letting, t picking, working with talented people. They decided what was talented people. And that changed everything. So now you had and to conform to what the, the suits wanted. And that's what's been going on forever up until now. And judging by all the sex scandals that are coming out, a lot of that people, a lot of those people that they decided were talent was who could suck a dick. Uh, that's true, and it's just like there is a level of psychopath. What we said to fucking making it like, like I'm sorry, but Hollywood is no different than Washington D.C. and fucking Wall Street. Those are the three places where you have to be a real psychopath, cutthroat motherfucker to get ahead. And it's just the truth. And a lot of these people go nuts because they're selling a fucking corporate image and it, they're not that. No, not at all. And it all comes down to women like, I know this is going to be like a women bashing show and it's not meant to be, but it is women want to get lied to. They want to be told you're one fucking thing and you're not. Most of your what I call boy band comic guys are scumbags who just run through Snatch. But they put on this facade that girls like, girl, I love you. Girl, oh my God, it's so dreamy. And then he's just running through Snatch. Well, good on him for that. Good on him for that. But he has to fucking lie to fucking who he is. So then down the line, it comes out that this guy who he's presenting himself as this is really this fucking monster. But if it was consensual between both parties, whatever. Well, that's the whole thing, dude. If you should be able to run through as much snatch as you want, but then there comes this thing where it's like, he's just a womanizer, and then that becomes something. Like, he is so good at picking up women, it's now a thing called womanizing. There shouldn't be a negative connotation on someone who's a womanizer and or a slut. But why would there be? Because women decide what is the rules of society, and that has been made something. Being a slut takes away from the other women because it's like bidding on a contract, right? You're bidding on dick, right? You're a chick, and you're bidding on dick, right? And everybody's got their hand, and dude, somebody goes all in with, I'll give you a pussy the first night. 
we don't even got to know each other's name. And all the other chicks are like, fuck that, man. How am I supposed to establish some fucking shit if you're just giving snatch up and left? We're going to call you a slut, okay? Now it's a negative stereotype. So stigma, so you have to fucking basically play the same hand we're playing. It's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Yeah. If I've said it a hundred fucking times. If you're not hurting anybody, do, you do you. Fuck whoever you want. Do whatever drugs. Put whatever you want in your body as long as you're not hurting anyone else. You do you, boo. <laughs> you do you, boo. It's, I, I don't get it. I don't know what the answer is. and I, don't th- I just think, I think you're going to see a collapse of Facebook. I think you're going to see a collapse of Twitter. Uh, I don't think Instagram's going to be that bad because it's mostly just people doing fun, exciting things. Except it's owned by Facebook. Right, but Facebook's going to die because now everything is fighting. You know, I don't even go on my feed unless I'm going to drop some fucking knowledge on some people. And people get angry. I used to have people begging to be my friend. Now, ever since I started doing my conspiracy podcast, I'm down to like 4,000 friends. I used to have 5,000. You're like, you have max friends. I'm like, ah. Now I go there. It's like, you have 4,000 friends. I'm like, I've lost 1,000 people talking mad shit. You know? Fuck them. Yeah, I do. And it's just because we live in a country where everybody wants to act like their team is right and that the other team is wrong and blah, blah, blah. People could say that's what I'm saying about chicks. I do love women. I just think we're in just this interesting place of like this power grab. Because like ultimately the rule should be don't hurt women. Wait for respect. Be honest. And that's great. But what we're finding like with some of these fucking Weinstein chicks is like they they wanted a TV role and they were going to go through all the shit to get it and some of them did get it or some of them did get it and then they're later on coming back acting like they're fucking, you know, like it was some bullshit, you know? No, if it, like when he, like, there's stories of him busting it and just masturbating. That's not cool. That's but not cool. The explicit tit for tat. No, whatever. Game on. You agreed to this. Yeah, when you go back to his place because you're hoping to get the role and you know he's going to jerk off in front of you. And he tells you you're going to get the role if you let him jerk off. Yep, 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 yep. I have no sympathy for you there. That's tit for tat. You could have said no. Yep. But it's a crazy world. I've been bitching about this. There's no nuance anymore. It's always black or white. Well, there's no more provocateurs anymore. You can't be provocative. You know, the only people allowed to be provocative are fucking, like, young pop star chicks who are allowed to... But nobody can say controversial shit, push the fucking envelope. Carlin, Red Fox, Richard Pryor. They can't... You know, you can't... You can't fucking stir it up anymore. Could you imagine them putting on All in the Family these days? I mean, the Gerard Carmichael tried to do that a lot, but it just comes down to, you know, I have this bit uh, called oppression math and how... We allow certain people to say certain things because we've been perceived them as being oppressed and we feel bad, so we're going to let them say whatever the fuck they want instead of actually sitting down and listening to what everybody has to fucking say, which is a common sense rule, using common sense to go, is what he's saying fucking slanderous or is it just a funny-ass fucking observation? Because the notion that a white person can't observe a black person doing something and it, without it being automatically racist is stupid. Stupid. Oh, people are overly sensitive. No, it's white chicks. Well, hell, you could be accused of being a racist if you're not into black chicks. Well, I had a black guy accuse a white girl of being racist because she, she didn't want to bang black guys. And it's just like, that's just her taste. She's not saying you're less of a person. 
She's not saying you you aren't a fucking equal human being. She's just saying, I don't want to bang black guys, which is the same as saying, I don't want to bang fat guys, or I want to bang short guys, or I want to bang brunette guys, or dudes over 30, or fucking this. You know, it's just like, it's a taste. Right. And in real life, I wholly agree. Now, porn chicks that don't want to bang black dudes on film, that's a little racist. Well, I, I understand because you, you, you can't come back from that. And let hey dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. I watch nothing but interracial gangbang porn. Okay, that's my jam, dude. But there's a little bit of racism to that. That comes from a place of racism. It's like, oh, look at this girl. She's got to bang all. Well, she's getting a different rate in a lot of cases for black dudes, which is fucked up. What? Well, IR is generally a higher rate. What do you mean? Oh, she's getting paid more. She gets paid more for IR because you can't come back from that. It's still fucked up. Well, dude, it's like if you see a chick bang. 10 black guys in a fucking porno, right? Right. Right? Are you going to watch her do a, a finger blasting scene after that? No, it's like... Sure, it, why not? Why not? I, I just think that people just want to get crazier and crazier. Oh, they do. They definitely do. But shouldn't shouldn't be able to demand more money because he has more melatonin. Uh, I think that's a great point. But I, there is a bit of fucking like, hey, dude, once you go black, you can't come back. And I'm not saying it's right, but that is literally what they're saying. Yeah, it, it's not right. It's a, but it's part of the industry. And it's fucked up. And I think over time, that isn't going to be a thing. I really don't. I think, I think the country's just going to be nothing but bisexual Blake Griffins pretty soon anyway. So it won't fucking matter. I better learn how to do my fucking makeup. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be like, everybody's just going to be, I'm down. You know, and that's where it's going to go. And maybe that's what it needs to be. I don't know. Eh, we just have to adapt, see where it fucking goes. Uh, I mean, I just don't know. The porn industry is so fucking interesting, dude. It's just, that's another collapse. And we saw it, we saw it first happen with music, then it happened with porn. Well, it's even worse with porn because politicians will at least get involved with music and legislate and allow the music industry to go after pirates. No one was going to defend fucking porn. Yeah, it sucks. It really does suck. Because you see less and less porn being put out. Less and less good porn either, too. Less and less porn. People aren't making hundreds of thousands a year anymore performing. I know a lot of girls that are active performers that have to, you know, escort to make ends meet. Well, here's a, yeah, well, that it, it is, the, it's like the thing I was saying. It's like, you know, you're like, oh, they get called sluts. No one can be a slut if everybody's a slut now. You know what I'm saying? It's like, there was a time when I was young where there was that one girl and she would fuck everybody in school. Girls hated her. Guys loved her. And she got treated accordingly. Now, now it's like meaning that, you know, she was loved by the guys, hated by the girls. What I mean by treated accordingly. Um, now it's just like there's so many fucking people doing porn. I mean, there's fucking chicks getting humped by dogs in like giant like fucking full production. I think like the dog has a fucking manager and has like just got a SAG voucher. He's got a fucking trailer. He's got a trailer. There's fucking lighting. He's got to get off script. There's a fucking... There's a fucking <laughs> caterer, you know, serving pigs in a blanket on a film called Pigs in a Blanket, right? I mean, it's it's like, are we really, like, I, it's just this weird fucking thing where it's like, where are we with sex, man? Like, we should just be really cool. Now, get, chicks getting humped by dogs is one thing. Dudes humping dogs, that's a fucking no-no. It's all consent, okay? But it's like fucking weird as shit. That's all I got to say. 
Oh, it's definitely weird. Maybe I'm going to be the bestiality comic fucking, you know, the comic of bestiality comedy. I know my buddies do a lot of jokes about it on their podcast, but it is interesting. There's this, I've seen, I'm like, holy fuck, dude, this is high-end production, and that chick is hot. That chick is hot. What did, how'd she get, what fucking career decisions did you make that you're getting humped by a fucking dog in a St. Bernard in a fucking porno? What agent is taking fucking agency fees for that fucking shoot? Like, well, how about for the dog? Like, nah, dude, the dog, do, no, rule, nobody makes eye contact with the dog. The dog does not want eye contact. The dog doesn't do IR. Yeah, <laughs> no interracial porn. It is so interesting, dude. It's just, it's so interesting. It's a weird fucking business. I mean, I've been around it for a number of years at this point, and it, it's, I've seen the decline. It's, it's fucking crazy. It, well, I, I've always said that porn stars and comedians are so fucking similar. It's just like we have to put out a little content here and there, and then, then they got a tour off it. And they, get, they do podcast. We do podcasts. They do webcams. And They're they got, podcasting these days, too. Yeah. As they should, as they should, they should, you know, it's like every, you know, Asa Kara is like, she's kind of like Brandon shop. She's like the one to hit and that people are excited. She's, they just need the fucking Lisa Ann just started a podcast. Lisa Ann's, let me tell you something. Lisa Ann is a fucking hustler in a good way. Oh, fuck. Yeah, she is. Now she did the naughty show a couple of times blown out on cocaine. So that was interesting, but she is a hustler, man. She's always hustled it into something, and she just works smart, man. And it's like, I tell people, it's like, yeah, okay, just like any profession, like uh, especially in entertainment, you know, it's like, oh, these girls, they had such trauma in their fucking life, and now they're fucking doing porn. Yeah, a lot of your musicians have. The Jacksons all were traumatized. A lot of your comedians, if you really sat them down, there's a lot of trauma. In there. So it's like these girls, a lot of these girls, it's like porn to these chicks are like fucking the NBA to black guys. It's just like they're getting out of their fucking bad situation, dude. And it's you could fucking try to twist that into some fucking politically incorrect shit. But it's the fucking truth, dude. They're doing the best to get out of their situations. Now, some of them have to fucking numb themselves on drugs. But there's some of them that work business smart on this shit. Oh, Lisa is definitely one of those. Lisa, uh, Dana DeArmond does Oh, yeah, it. Dana's real uh, smart. She works fucking smart. Uh, you know, there's smart ones. Like, But it's like you got to work. You got to go to fucking work. That's the biggest thing. You got to go to work. And some people don't want that. And there are some lazy fuckers out there. Well, Not and that's porn stars. But like... Dudes that are just lazy ass dudes that don't want to work. They want everything to come to them, and that ain't life. Not at all. You are not owed anything in this fucking life. It's all what you fucking make of it. Right, right. It's just fucking. It's just crazy times we live in, dude. Crazy fucking times. Completely. It's. it's and who knows what the next 10, 15, 20 years is going to fucking bring? I think it's so fucking amazing right now. I think, like I do right now, I do. Five hours of podcasting a week. Like I do three, three of just free content. Then I do two Patreons. How are the Patreons working for you? Uh, well, one we just started two weeks ago. We have like 40 subscribers. So it's like, it's a slow build because now everybody is begging for Patreon money. So it's like I have to go above and around. So now I put out like a, a, a rant or two 
uh, a video week on there, and I got this great one about Saudis I'm about to go home and do. And then I do a podcast on there where it's a round robin of different shit. But people love it, so it's just going to take time. And I went two, three, and I put the option for five, and the big fans do the five because they want to support the show, you know? But everybody's begging for a dollar now, and I get it, dude. Oh, no, everyone is. We haven't gone the Patreon route just because I don't know why we haven't, actually. I, but uh, well, it, I can't recommend it enough. It's just like you got to decide, like, how hard do you, what do you want to give them? How hard you want to work on it? Because there's guys out there, dude. I, my friend found a Patreon. I don't even know these dudes. You know how much money they're making a month off Patreon? How much? $80,000. Holy shit. 80, a month. Not a fucking, not a, not, a, not, a, not a year. A month. There's a fucking podcast called Come Town. Yeah. For- $19,000 Just month. from their Patreon? Yeah. That that's fucking crazy, especially because they're probably making more money than they could on Patreon than they ever could from advertisers. Because I know some of the big shows are making insane money from the advertisers. Well, Rogan's probably making about seven G, seventy G an episode. I did the math; it actually should be more than that. Really? Because you figure the average podcast for a little inside baseball for the folks at home, the average podcast pre-roll is eighteen dollars per a thousand unique downloads on average. And with Rogan's numbers, I'm sure he can demand more. He should be... I mean, he's giving away the audit ads, obviously, because that's his company. Theoretically, he should be making about six figures an episode because he does pre-rolls and you know, post-rolls. Unbelievable. Fighter and the Kid. Uh, Shab, Shab and Callan aren't doing poorly. Shit. But they're both driving Teslas. Yeah, no, I, I, was, I was out with them in Vegas and... They're good guys. Oh, I love them. I love them, but... It was, $700 steak deer or a boa. Like, to the victors go the motherfucking spoils. Good on them. Fuck. I just want a little crumb of that shit. Well, you know, man, <laughs> here's my biggest thing. And like, you know, I've been doing, I've been doing podcasting for a long time. I've been in the game for a long time. I'm blessed that I pay all my bills off my fucking career and all that shit. I'm not as rich as some, but I, I can't complain. Hey, you're comfortable. That's what really fucking matters. Yeah, it is. And I've learned that the key to a podcast... Now, both my podcasts are niche podcasts. And that's... Which is kind of weird. You know, I got a sports podcast. You lose a lot of the women on that one. So you're dealing with half the people. And then, are you talking sports they want to hear? So it's less... We've tried to make it less sports. It's just kind of the jumping off point. And then the Tim Foyle Hat podcast is conspiracies. And... I really think that's going to blow up because I feel like, again, we're in the golden age of conspiracy. With the mainstream media just crumbling right now, I think people are more and more people. Like every time I go to Reddit and I'm on the conspiracy, you know, subreddit, I just love to see what the numbers are and they go up all the fucking time. That's fucking awesome. You know, it's like half a million people are listening, are on the subreddit. And it's like you can get, if you can get, a fucking portion of that people to check out your fucking shit. It's just there's so many different levels of fucking conspiracy theorists. And it's like, you know, if you don't give the information they want, they all think you're a shill. It's so interesting. The mo- I've been called a gay Jew shill so many fucking times. It's hilarious. There's nothing wrong with being a gay Jew shill. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a gay Jew. A shill is that you're like a fucking agent of misinformation. You're there to, you know, 
give out misinformation, which is interesting, but that's not my thing. I You never know who to trust these days. You don't know. I would tell you that anything coming out of my mouth has been researched as much as I can and come from a, a honest place that I have no reason to lie to anybody. Speaking of your podcast, though, I do miss the International Bad Boys. Well, you know what, man? Me and Steve had a falling out, and Steve is a good guy, and his girl, his fiance Chelsea's my good friend, and I really liked it, but Steve wanted to make it into a uh, fucking, you know, a motivational speaker fucking thing, and that's not what I wanted. And no, the stories were what where it was fucking at. That was great, dude, and I always want to go back, but it's just I love Steve to death, but. Steve has to do Steve and let Steve do his. Steve wants to be in control and I just didn't want to do that. Hey, these things fucking happen. I love storytelling podcasts. I mean, I tried to find the craziest people I could find on the podcast. It was going great. Just that Steve broke the one rule of the podcast, which was you don't give out other people's secrets. And he fucking did. And I just like, I can't have that, man. I just can't have that. No, don't want to talk out of school about people that that's. It sucks. You don't give secrets. You let people tell their own secrets. Right. And that's why we generally drink on the show is loosen people up to get those secrets out of them. Yeah. I mean, I got secrets. What do you want now? Yeah. So at what age did Sam Tripoli lose his virginity? I was sexually active since the first grade. Really? So that's full penetration? the weird shit. Uh, no, I didn't do the full penetration until much later, but I was like eating butt and fucking getting my dick sucked very early. And it's Babysitters or? Nope. Just... Kids around the neighborhood. So how did you even know like that was a thing? I didn't even know. I don't I have no clue how I knew that. It was just instinctual. And you know, and I probably people just got creeped out because I tell people that they get really creeped out. And I go, Yeah, man, that is creepy. But that's why I'm such a weirdo. You know, I'm so far down the line. I'm of the opinion you can't judge what happened in the past with what's going on today. It happened. Good or bad, it fucking happened. Yeah. I can't judge you for that. Like, oh my God, by 2017 standards, that's fucking horrible. It, it happened. Yeah, it has happened. But it started my sexual journey very early. And, you know, it is what it is. You know, now I like to be called the N-word in bed. And I'm in the, fu- you know, it's just like, what can you do, dude? You know? Hey, if you're not hurting anybody, game on. That's my whole thing, dude. Just be you, dude. I mean, like, just think of... All the weird sexual shit that's caused because people can't talk about it. They just can't talk about it, man. And they it like, and it's actually used to blackmail people. And it's just like half these chicks who come out, they're just blackmailing guys because there's a stigma with fucking sex. And I mean, like, there was a time where rich, powerful men had many mistresses, and it, it's been whole locked. fucking harems, shit, you know. And at the end of the day. It's just like now because society has decided that that's wrong, that there are people setting people up to fucking take their fucking money. And what these wives should be is like, fuck you. You're not taking any of my cash because that's really what's going on here. People just need to be honest about where they are because when they hit, like there's a couple guys who are like Joey Diaz, right? You ever listen to his podcast? Oh, yeah. Have you heard the last one where he talked about how he'd pimp out Lee Lee Syed in jail? I didn't hear that one. It is literally the funniest thing I've ever heard on fucking a podcast. 
That guy has got the best career because he made it talking mad shit. That's why I'm as honest as I fucking can. So when you hit, you're like, he's always been that guy. You're flipping out on a dude. How you make it is how you make it. And you get stuck with that. And when you try to go the opposite way of that, you get pounded on. You can't make it as a young Christian warrior and then try to be like, I'm an ass-eating ginch. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can't do that. I wholly agree. I fucking agree with that Be you, do. Be you. I've always been me on the show. Like, you know, I'm I'm not a comedian. I am a fucking podcaster. That, I envy how, you guys. What do you do for a living? I actually don't talk about that on air. Oh. That's the one thing I don't talk about okay. on air. Okay, all right. Uh, previously, I did armed security. Hell, I actually worked security at the Ondas for a while. Really? Yeah. Can you shoot a gun? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's like, about seven guns in this house. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to get in to learn to shoot guns. You want to go shooting? We'll fucking do it. How much does that cost? Generally about 20 bucks in range fees and ammo. Do you? Can you bring guns? Oh, yeah. Can we, let's go do it, dude. I mean, not right this second, but... No, yeah, obviously no. not yet. But I'll go, dude. Yeah. Whenever How much does a gun gun cost me? A, good, a quality one? About $500. Really? Yeah. So how soon can I buy a gun? California's waiting period, I think, is about a month. So I, I should go down and sign up now. Like, right now. Leave this podcast and sign. No. Okay. What I you won't. should go is to a range where you can try guns out and see what you're comfortable with. Because... I want to get a gun. What I'm comfortable shooting versus what you're comfortable shooting right. are two separate things. I can't close my eyes to shoot. You just want to close one of them. I can do <laughs> this one. I can do this one. There we go. There we go. Yeah, that's it. Bam. I'll do that. Okay. I don't know why I was trying to. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, you don't I want just, to have your thumb that high. So, dude, I uh, so November 4th was supposed to be the uh, energy blackout, electrical blackout by the country. The government was supposed to black out and anti-fascists were supposed to be everywhere. So, I mean, I'm on the Reddit, fucking subreddit boards, getting ready. So I go to the fucking, uh, I go to Vaughn's and Ralph's, right? I don't, I didn't get my fucking, like, survival kit put together. And I Wait a minute, you didn't have one beforehand? What no, the fuck, No, I gotta Sam? get one. Do you have one? Yeah, I have what a What do you got in yours? Canned food, water. How much canned food? I bought a ton of Dasani. Ton of water. Ton of water. I mean, enough to get by. I have guns, so if shit really goes sideways, I'm taking no, other people's shit. No, you gotta get the fuck out of town, dude. Well, I'm gonna get the fuck out of town, but once everything goes sideways, I have guns. I'll take other people's shit. If it's between me and you, it's gonna be me. So you're gonna rob motherfuckers? If I have to. If it's a choice between... So you're gonna go full-on, like, Mad Max on shit. If the full-on decline of Western civilization happens, you have to. Otherwise, you're just you a victim. You have military training. No, I... Uh, Are you in the Krav Maga? Fuck you. no. I, I'm just a fucking... You're shot. Decade and a half of armed security work. I'm just... I was thinking about how you get out of town because it's going to be bumper to bumper. You can't be on a motorcycle. Maybe rollerblades. Is that the best way to get out of town? <laughs> fucking guns and rollerblades. I mean, we're fucked being in an urban center off the bat. That's why I'm thinking about moving, dude. Get the fuck out of Hollywood. You know? Move somewhere where there's like a decent, you know, decent airport so you could continue with your Reno, career. Reno, bro. Reno, it's methy as fuck. I know. But, dude, it's cheap flights in, cheap flights out. It's fucking anything goes. There's not a lot, as many laws in terms of socially what you can do. It's cheaper than Vegas. 
I would think Salt Lake City would be pretty fucking cheap. Is it a Mormon town? I can't be in Mormons. I can't be like around a, ritual, a, a religious oppressive mom. I want to say, I want to yell fuck in the middle of the school, in the middle of the fucking streets and nobody fucking says anything. What? Let them say it. It don't fucking matter. I'm fucking in, dude. I was just thinking about that, man. What is fucking? And you know, dude, I was thinking about, you know, who's going to survive the apocalypse? Chicks like Charlotte. You know why? She's got to be able to work lots of men at one time. The she, feminists are fucked, dude. They're fucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, where's Sarah? I'm probably bitching about gender pay gap and shit. You know who's going to say fucking Sarah? I'm super bummed that Charlotte didn't make it tonight because she was going to try to get you to drink a cup of pee on air. A cup of pee? Of hers. I'm not against that. <laughs> I'm not See, that would have been for amazing podcasting I, right I'm there. I'm not necessarily against that at all. She's clean. You know, She's sober these days, so no worries about getting intoxicated from her urine. Can you do that? I don't know. I mean, a lot of mornings my pee smells like whiskey. I've never thought about that. I would try it. I don't know if I want to slow sip it like it's a fucking uh, vintage alcohol or fucking shoot it to get it done. I'd shoot it to get it done. I mean, a lot of UFC fighters drink their own pee. Yeah, it is weird. It is weird, dude. It is weird. I love that she's sober. I love. I hope she's like focusing on building brands and shit. Oh, she is. Charlotte's a fucking hustler. I love her to death. I think it's fucking. I think. Listen, dude. I think more and more porn stars are gonna be like, okay. I mean, you see them a lot of them going into real estate. I think the stigma of being a porn star, and you know what it is, dude? Because women are watching more porn. It's not the fucking biggest taboo out there. You know who's a fucking realtor? Who? Raylene. There's a bunch of them, dude. But fucking Raylene. Who's, yeah, she is. She was a fucking, so, like, in my formative years in, like, late high school, fucking, she was such a big deal. And to find out, like, that she's a realtor and sold a bunch of my friends their homes, it's well, like. Well, there's a, there's, what's her name? That was a big time. There's three fucking chicks are now doing. Oh, my friend, my friend, uh, what the fuck is her name? Her name was Deva. She's, her poor name was Deva. And I was Deva really Fox? Good. Yeah. She's back in the biz. Oh, she's back? Yeah. Deva came back? Yep. <laughs> I'm friends with her publicist. and he's Dave, like, Oh, is she really? Yeah, he's like, oh, I want to book Deva on the show. I'm like, oh, we'll set it up. I love that she can't give up. I mean, dude, I used to watch her. I just, uh, I used to go, I used to go, uh, you're going to eventually fuck black guys. She goes, no, I'm not. I go, yeah, you are. They say, no, she's just, oh. Just fighting fucking black anacondas while I'm jerking off going, I told you. Uh. So do you jerk off to girls you know in real life? That is the weird thing. Okay. Uh, in the past UFC fight, this last, I think it was 217. Oh, 217 was an amazing card. My, I have a very good friend on there. He's a fan of my podcast. I'm a fan of him. Is Mickey Gall. Oh, I love Mickey. So it was very hard to watch. He's fighting this dude who was 6'4 at 170. How the fuck do you get to Walter Wade at 6'4? Well, Mickey's a huge guy at that weight class, too. This guy's one inch tall and just had this long reach. And, you know, Mickey's super young into the game. And, you know, I just hope he knows that that everybody loses. And if you if you do, with the exception of John Jones, but he's lost in life, you know. And well, I'm John like, Jones lost in life, and John Jones 
technically lost to Matt Hamill. Yeah, but that was a bullshit fucking call. He's undefeated only because, but he's lost in life. So in a weird way, it's all like I believe in karma, dude. Everything comes out. So he, everybody's lost. Muhammad Ali's lost. The greatest of all time, Mike Mike Tyson lost. The greatest of all time have lost. If you have not lost, it's probably because you haven't fought anybody. Everyone's human. Everybody has a bad night, dude. Nobody in life. The greatest baseball player. Uh, what was his name for the Boston uh, Sox, Red Sox? Uh, Babe Ruth? Ted. Ted. Um, he batted 400. Like one time he batted 400. I forget what. The point is, the one time a guy hit a fourth of the balls and he's considered the greatest hitter of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody. So Mickey Gall had the bat. Back to what this means is it's hard for me to watch his fights because I'm it. Like when he dominates a guy, it's easy. When he chokes out CM Punk in 30 seconds. Yeah, it's easy for me to watch that fight because he's my friend and I know him as a human being and I'm emotionally invested in him as a person. So I can watch that. But when he struggles and he's getting lit up, it is hard to watch. So the same thing with porn. Like Once I got to know Belladonna, I couldn't watch her porn anymore. And to this day, I can't click on it because I know her as a person. It's not that I judge it, think it's wrong, or I, I don't like what she's doing. I just, it's like... I, that's my friend, and she's taking on nine black dudes, and it's going to be a fucking war, and she might not come out the same, you know, so I'm like, okay, I can't watch that, so that is hard for me. I don't watch any scenes with people I'm friends with in real life. It's, it's just weird. It, it's just my code. It's just where I'm at. Like, well, it's just, it's, it's not that you have any problems with it, because they wouldn't be your friend, because right. you know they do porn, but... It's just, it is what it is. And I, I work in the industry a little bit too, so it, I, I'd be completely hypocritical if I had any problems with it. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's just like you see them and you're like, I know that person. I know their hopes and dreams. And they're getting DP'd and fucking, uh, you know, they're in a bukkake or whatever it is. And it's just like, it's just a weird thing. And I can't explain it. It just is what it is. I'm, I'm, as a person, I'm struggling with the distinction of like, well, I fucked them in real life. Do, can I watch their scenes now? Uh, I just never fuck porn stars. It's been a, a rule of mine because of the naughty show. I just never fuck them. Plus, I got a six-inch dick, and they're taking on fucking anacondas. I'm like, that's your own self-conscious. You know, that, that is, I don't have a huge fucking hog. Well, I, but if she wants to be in fucking bed with me, she wants to be in bed with me. That's I cool. I get that, but it's like I feel like I'm just going to be banging the side like a drunk driver, just like bang, 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 or I'm like a blonde guy with a fucking tap stick and just like I'm hitting the sides, you know? But Sam, that's your issue. That is my issue. Right. I'm of the opinion like you want to see me naked, you want it on, you yeah. want to be here, shit. I just, I, like, I just feel like they're slowly weeding out six inch and less dicks out of the fucking population. You know, just like girls just want big ass dicks. Now, do you think that happened because of porn? That girls are watching porn now and they see huge cocks and they're like, that's what I want. I think the myth of women loving big dicks is more put out because women feel like guys object. They're insecure and they're always like, oh, guys want this guy. They will love to put out that they love big dicks. And Because I've had girls come up after the show and grab my crotch and be like, you got a big dick. And I'm like, I, when you do that, I know you have a car trunk for a pussy. Okay? So it's like you have hatchback snatch. All right? So I know that. So it's just like this weird power play that's done, in my opinion. 
that not every girl wants a fucking giant destroyer. No, I know plenty of girls. Hell, I know girls in the business that don't want a giant dick. They just want a nice average cock because a big dick fucking is uncomfortable for them. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, most of your sex and porn isn't even enjoyable. It's just for show. No, and that's why I've never wanted to be male talent because I don't want to get it up, keep it up for hours on end. I don't want to fuck anyone I don't want to fuck. There's a homo erotica even in straight porn because there's no such thing as little dick porn. Nobody's like, yeah, dude, little dick, fuck her up, man. Everybody's like, give me monster dicks. There's a w-. And that's why I think everybody's becoming more and more fucking bisexual. Sam, we should start fat guy, little dick porn. Fat guy, little dick. I meant middle America porn. I'm losing inches as I get gain weight. Oh, that that actually happens. Where That's do a- you start? Where do you start fucking measuring your dick? Under my balls? No. <laughs> no, I had a buddy of mine said he started measuring his dick from the fucking uh, from the kitchen sink. <laughs> You know, my dad just called me constantly. He's at that age where he just constantly is calling me. And I love him to death, but I don't even know what he's talking about half the fucking time. I'm just like, not that he's got any kind of dementia, but he's just like rambling. I'm like, okay, okay, dad, okay. So interesting. We're getting so, I'm growing old, dude. How old are you? 36. Okay, you got four more years, dude. And then it starts to slow down. It's still fucked up. I mean, my dad died two weeks ago, oh, so. Oh, dude, I'm very sorry to hear that. It happens. It's it's part of life. I actually am flying out to Chicago in the morning to go to his memorial. I'm very sorry, dude. And I'm sorry I brought that up about my dad. Oh, no, don't, that. don't. My father and I were not close. We actually had a really toxic relationship. I did right by him in the end, but I still haven't spoken to him in it seven years. It just sucks, man. It just sucks. You know, people, well, it, people are just... Fucking adult children. Rogan has said that on his podcast, and I so agree with it. Like, it's so fucked up when you find out that your parents are fallible fucking humans. They're not, not, they're not water walkers. Right. The, what they say when you're young, it's like, oh, my dad said that. That has to be accurate. It's like, no, they don't know shit either. Yeah, well, so, you know, sometimes, um, I don't want to say mental illness, because that could be genetic, but like... Like, I grew up extremely paranoid because my parents would constantly convince me that people were fucking them over. Oh, always. I mean, my dad would tell me if anybody fucked you over, you scorch the earth with them. That is a horrible lesson to teach children. Completely. You know? And I've been in recovery. I've been in four. I, I do jokes about I At one time, I've been in four different fucking 12-step programs. That's 48 steps, homeboy. That's a, like, I should just take an escalator, uh, an elevator to fucking savant, you know, to sobriety. But the point is this, um, I've learned a lot and the blessings is that I've learned that nobody's thinking of me and it's such a blessing, but I go back to that. It's like my dad constantly had me thinking I had to fucking right the wrongs that if somebody disrespected me, I fucking take them out. You know, they put you put one of yours in the hospital. You put two there in the morgue. Like, what a horrible way to fucking teach children. But that yeah, to go through life. Raised. But yeah, our, our grandparents' generation, because I know you're a little bit older than me, but our grandparents' generation were just fucked up. Completely just well, fucked up. Well, it's Bill Burr's fucking bit about Donald Sterling and, and the Clippers. It's like his great, his grandparents' great grandparents were like, get off my fucking lawn, you fucking Indian. You know, like they were like, that's how old he is. Oh, no. His grandparents owned people. Yeah. 
Well, here's the whole thing about slavery, and it goes back to my 1% argument I've been talking about. Everybody thinks everybody had a slave back then. It's not that at all. No, not at all. 1% of the population. It goes back to the 1%, dude. 1%. No, the average Confederate soldier was poor white trash. Yeah. 1%, dude. Nobody wants to talk about. People want to act like every fucking person who had white skin owned somebody who had black skin, and it's not fucking true. Well, but, and what's fucked up is the Civil War Southern soldier, in their mind, they were going to own slaves one day because well, that's the American dream that you and I are both are impoverished millionaires. The lottery mentality, they call yeah. it. It's why fucking poor people vote Republican. Against their own best interests. They're like, man, I want to pay tax. Like, you, you're on food stamps, man, but I might be rich someday. You're like, that makes no sense. And they're manipulating stupid people. And that's really what's going the fuck on. Yeah, well, and I'm but, not even sure some of those people are actually stupid. It's just the people that they're brought up around, they're surrounded with in their lives. This is what they're, you know, this is their, their nurture. This is what they're exposed to. What are you going to call this episode? The oh, fucking, we just... The, the buffet of fucking crazies? What, a, what is this going to be? We've literally talked about everything. I don't know anybody I haven't pissed off. You and me both. I mean, yeah. that's why generally I have a female to tell me to shut the fuck up. Yeah. What's that? We, we need one woman here to be like, what the fuck? You idiots. Stop no, fucking talking. I'm not anti-women at all. No, at no, no. All. I... I love women. I love women who tell me to shut the fuck up when I'm saying something idiotic. The squeaky wheel, it always ruins everything. The relationship between men and women are like normal. It's the crazy chick and the predator guy that ruins everything. Certainly. And what's fucked up is everyone thinks because the predator chick, the crazy chick or the predator dude is out there, that they are going to encounter them. That they don't recognize that they are a very small percentage of what's out there. Hell, people with the Vegas shooting, talking about percentages, were like, oh my God, I'm afraid to go here. Like, you know that dude hit barely over 3% of what he was shooting at? Oh, dude, that shit. Did you see in the Tropicana? Nobody, nobody ever talks about all the shit going down in the Tropicana. Yeah, I saw some of the videos on that. No, there's fucking a ton of cop cars there. You know why? Dude, it's so fucking nuts. It has everything to do with this fucking Saudi shit with the fucking arresting of the 11th... Fu- 11. Dude, this guy put out a big theory on fuck, and it was on Fortune, but when you think about it, it makes sense. Paddock was working for the Saudi who owned the top five floors, and that's why he got to use the fucking... The, the uh, employee elevator, up and down, up and down, up and down, right? And that the fucking Saudi guy, that the actual... The fucking shooting was a front for an assassination attempt on the fucking Saudi that everyone sees a video of him being walked out with fucking uh, armed guards. Like, it's fucking nuts that later on gets arrested and he's the guy who dies in the fucking helicopter crash. That they're actually trying to take him out right there. Chaos, dog. It's a crazy situation. It's absolutely crazy. It ain't what they try to tell you, and that's why they don't talk about it anymore. Vegas security's fucked in the first place. Absolutely fucked in the first place. If the popular story is true or the real story, you know, the story you're telling is true, either way, Vegas is a soft target. Well, it is. It is, dude. But I mean, well, because like, okay. Sam, Sam, if, it, if that had been, he brought 400 pounds of ammo and guns into his room. Right? That you have been told. 
right. that you've been told. That is not, you have not seen the fucking pictures of it, right? Right. But, okay, but, but you've been told that. But if that had been a 400-pound bomb instead, we'd have a lot more than 50-something dead. Right. But the point is this. See, the whole thing about conspiracy theorists and why we get so much shit is because we're arguing against literally people who have told you an official narrative that fits the official narrative of the FBI, CIA, who has constantly been seen to have a dark hand in a lot of the shit's going on. So if you see the way the shot, his head is shot, uh, the guns laying on this, there's a lot of questionable shit going on. I actually do have a picture of him being shot, like his gunshot wound. Have you seen it? Uh, I've seen, I've seen the blood on the face one. Uh, hold on. Let me pull it up. Somehow a friend of mine in New Zealand sent this to me, but my whole thing is if we prove it to be false or the narrative not to be true, what are we doing about it? Why get upset about it if we're not doing shit about it? Yeah, what's the point of learning about all these fucking conspiracies if people aren't doing shit about it? Well, you know, I think there is slowly stuff coming out. You know, slowly. The problem is, is that you're fighting against people who want to be right instead of do right. And, you know, like on the left right now, and I'm a liberal, but on the left you see people going, Hillary isn't the president, let go. It's like, that's not the point. You need to have people register. She completely manipulated the whole situation. And we have to call her out on that. And then we can start moving on. It's just people need to stop just... I don't know, man. People need to stop being tribal. Yes. Stop thinking impact mentality. Like, I'm going to work on this bit where it's like the left and right just go back on who's got more sex offenders. It's like, I'll see your fucking... I'll see your Dennis Haskins and I'll raise you Louis C.K. Well, I'll see your Louis C.K. and I'll raise your fuck. Boom, we just keep going back and forth. Well, maybe we need to go, hey, dude, there's a lot of scumbags out there. We're all scumbag Americans, every one of us. Everybody's got to, you know, it's like, yeah, we all have shit. And the problem is, is that these fucking scumbags are very high fucking, very driven human beings. Where most people want to just fucking smoke weed, have a beer, Get some ass and maybe pump out 2.5 children. Yeah, and just chill, Bill. So who knows, dude? But I don't think I. I'm not here to try to change anybody's mind. I just love letting everybody know what they're up to. I just want to let the reptilians know I know what you're doing. Do you believe in the reptilian one percent? I believe there's some. I, I I don't know if they're reptilians, but they're dark arts, deep deep thing. People always want to make it Jews versus Muslims versus Christians. The people at the very top. They just use their religions as masks to walk amongst us. They're all dark arts, fucking pedophile, satanic worshiping motherfuckers who do evil shit to other people because they want to control everything. And they could be lizards and they most likely come out of the fucking Antarctica. That's a possibility. But, dude, stop blaming everybody. There's no, stop letting rich people, you know, the whole mainstream media is the ultra rich telling the fucking rich to convince middle class people that poor people are the problem. And at the end of the day, it's the ones versus the other. It's like, you know, the story of Jesus, right? You go, who kills Jesus? People like the Jews? It wasn't the Jews. Oh, the Romans. Was it the Romans? The people who had fucking Jesus killed were the bankers, dude. And it's not fucking, it's not Jews, it's not Protestants, it's not anything. It's like fucking ultra rich versus the fucking rest of us and we gotta stop getting tribal about shit and start calling people out on their stuff i wholly agree on 
though we do not need to be tribal, hell, you need to think for yourself. Because though you may identify as someone's tribe, are you really part of that tribe? Dude, my friend delivers fucking pizza. He's Jewish. He's not a Rothschild, man. You know? It's like everybody wants... And that's the whole thing. It's the poor versions of every group fighting with the other groups. Why the rich people... That, like, dude, Muslims and Jews fighting with each other. Yeah, why the fucking Saudis and the fucking Rothschilds work together on fucking controlling the world. Right. You, I don't understand why... Two groups of curly-haired, swarthy people are fucking fighting each other. Yeah, that both think- don't eat pork. Yep, and it, they're just it just these. You really want to get rid of people? Get rid of alphas. Alphas fucking got driven to fucking run everything. It's been since the dawn of fucking time. Right, and how do you get rid of them? I you can't. Know. Yeah, it's just part of human nature. Yeah, there will always be fucking leaders. They will always, but we're wired like cavemen, and, and cavemen want to have all the resources, all the things, all the women, all the money, all the power. Sadly so. Yeah. So So I know you got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. Because we could probably go for another couple hours on this shit. I could talk this stuff all the time. If you want to hear more about it, it's Tinfoil Hat and uh, with Sam Tripoli. Uh, check us out. We got great shit going on. Sam, give the, give the listeners all your social media real quick so they can find At you. At Sam Tripoli, uh, S-A-M-T-R-I-P-O-L-I. My podcast, Punch Drunk Sports. Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli. I got two Patreons. One's a Patreon for uh, Tinfoil Hat. The other one is, well, they're patreon.com backslash Tinfoil Hat. And then patreon.com backslash Punch Drunk Sports. So with the Punch Drunk Sports, is Ari just sending nudes at a certain level? It's a, there You will see a fucking wrecked Jewish asshole at some point. I see that in the mirror every morning. I don't need to pay for that. I love that you look at your butthole every day. That just keeps you young. <sighs> keeps me honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, Matt Slayer on Snapchat if you want to just watch me watch old fucking movies because that's all I do on Snapchat. I love it. And you can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter, And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. And, you know, I'll see y'all next week. Holla, holla, dollars, dollars. Dollars.